Hello everyone, we're your hosts, Connor, Jack, and Jono, and this is Podcast Lizard. On this podcast we're going to talk about a few games we've played together recently, and the first one's going to be The Forest. Yeah? Yeah, The Forest. So, Jack, what is The Forest, for people who have never played it before? Well, it's a, it's a game... Uh, and it's currently in its alpha form, so it's 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 still getting developed. Right. Um, it's alpha PC. Uh, I don't think it's got any sort of idea whether it's going to be on consoles yet or not. I don't know. I haven't looked into that. The basic plot of it is you are in a plane crash. You come down. You crash onto the, onto this island, into this forest. Um, and some cannibals board onto the plane. They steal your son, who's still alive, and you black out. And essentially, you just wake up, and you you collect some tools that you find on the plane to help you in making a shelter, defending yourself, and trying to find out where your son went in the overall plot. Yeah, it's also it's an open world game, uh, multiplayer, it's single player. We as a collective player did together as a multiplayer on one server. So what we would do is we would build bases and we had a couple of servers, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Uh, one of which was an amazing base that we built together up above a lake. And it was a nice big base. We spent loads of time doing it. And then we lost that save. We had some insane ideas for that base as well. It was going all over the place. We made like bridges going off, and we were going to make loads of different bases scattered around the whole map. And the map's pretty big. Yeah. We had loads of different well, animals on the walls, sharks' heads. <laughs> we had. We spent like an hour going around the map, just looking for different heads to put on walls. It was insane. <laughs> Head trophies. So yeah. They were great. We had we had every animal that you put you could get in that game. We had three on turtles on one wall. <laughs> it was crazy. But yeah, then we lost it, like you said, which was... It was an absolute nightmare. The way that we lost the save was... We didn't know that this would happen, but... We actually finished the story, we finished the plot. uh, But we were still building on our base, we still had areas to explore, we still had things to do. But when you finish the overall story, it then doesn't let you continue your save. So we, we couldn't carry on. It's absolutely crazy that it does that. We we lost the base that we spent hours and hours and hours building. It was an which is a shame. shame. Yeah, even if actually I've got something to admit, even if it was possible that you could recover your save in future updates, I've accidentally saved over it. So it's definitely gone forever. No way. Probably. <laughs> we lost our first server because of you as well, didn't we? No. Yes, I know. We weren't going to return to that server, I'm sure. You think? Because, well, here's the thing. We started playing it as just me and you. Yeah. Didn't we? And then when Jonna got it and a couple of our other friends got it, we decided to create a new server. So we were all starting from scratch. So some of us didn't have more gear than the other. And areas weren't already explored by some of us and not the rest. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So everyone started off at the same level. So, I thought, well, we'll not need the old one anymore, so I saved over it. That's fair enough. Thinking like that, fair enough, yeah. Yeah. But, 
then you mentioned after that we could have went back to that as just me and you if no one else was on yeah we I didn't think about that we did have a canny beast as well it was we, just, we did we did it we put some right. time in it so we did but you know both are gone now so I hold a gorge but you know I'll, I'll let you slide this time <laughs> if it happens again a third time I mean <laughs> well that's another thing since since we finished the game and lost that server that we spent hours on we got pretty butt hurt um, we haven't returned to the game since in fact actually we did one time see that's a lie <laughs> we came up with we came up with a new game mode where we were split off into groups you can have a maximum of eight people on a server so we're going to split off into four groups of two yeah and we were going to build bases over a three-night period. Over a three-night period, and then start invading each other. Yeah. After three days, after three cycles. We didn't realize that three days in game is like an hour and a half. It takes a while. Yeah. It takes a long time. So we got really bored and just had to run around try and kill each other anyway. We got horrendously bored, <laughs> and then yeah. we started running around like you said. But the map was like so big that we genuinely couldn't find each other. It was really hard. Really it was hard. Really hard. Yeah. <laughs> I was just finding Connor's old bases, the remains of them, as I was circling the map. <laughs> well, what me and Edward did, which is another one of our friends, is we went down into a cave as soon as we started off, got the modern axe, but we were fighting this armsy thing. Which is this giant sort of like mini bus, which is really really hard to kill, and we're on the hardest difficulty, and we just spawned off the planes. We had no gear, so we were trying to fight this thing, and it took us ages, like about an hour out of that an hour and a half, <laughs> to just get this axe, and then we cut down like three trees with it to make a tiny little base, and then started running around chasing everyone else. <laughs> Yeah, it, it didn't go well. Not at all. It didn't help the fact that we didn't have even numbers as well. Yeah. But overall, that game is really, really good, actually. For the stage that it's in, it it is. It's amazing. It looks fantastic. I wouldn't want to ruin the story of it for anyone who does want to play it, but the ending... We were disappointed with it. So, I mean, I'm not saying you would be. I'm just saying we had we, we didn't have anything going with it. It, was, it wasn't for us. So, hopefully... What, sorry? Go, Jack. I was going to say, hopefully that's where they add some more content to it, because then we'll be able to revisit the game. Definitely. Yeah. That's really what I'm I'm hoping for, because I loved the game. But after we lost the saves, I, I don't really want to return back to it unless there's something new in there. Yeah. Something to entice us back. Yeah, that that is that is true. And that leads us on to our next couple of games as well. Yeah, yeah since um, since we got that ruined for us, yeah, we decided to have a look at other games that were similar. So. What we looked at was first of all we looked at DZ, which 
a lot of people know that that's just an open world zombie game. We spent one night on that and <laughs> couldn't for the life of us find each other, so I think that's written off to go back on. Well, I've I've owned that game for about two years and I'm sure there's been no sort of progress in the development since then. That That's noticeable by first logging in. Yeah, I mean, definitely. The, gra- the graphics are okay. They could still be better, but it's... Uh, I, I don't, I'm not really a big fan of the game, to be honest. I'd rather wait until it's out of alpha, but that's been going on years. I don't know if it ever will come out. Yeah. It was fun when it first came into the standalone game. That's because it was so different, and everyone on Steam was playing it. Do you have any funny stories about when you used to play it? Yes, I've got loads. Like, the game was so broken when it first came out right. that when me me and Jonna were playing before with another friend, I died. <laughs> <laughs> and my dead body, if you hit my dead body, you were killing me where I'd respawned. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so they were just punching my dead body and I was getting knocked out even though I'd spawned somewhere else already that's a good way of messing with someone what, that I don't know how it happened I just, I just kept getting knocked out and then they let me they stopped pounding into my head so I could get up and then they started punching my head again I kept getting knocked <laughs> out while I was trying to run back to them But that's why the game was good, because it was so buggy. Yeah, it was in that fine line of being yeah. buggy but funny. Yeah, definitely. A bit like um, Just Cause 2 Online, where that was oh, like, yeah. seriously messed up, but it was on that border of being so messed up that it's like, it's so fun to play. It was cleverly done, though, because I think the developers knew that obviously the game was broken in some way, but they liked it because the breaks weren't like sort of game breaking you cannot play bugs. Right, yeah. They were just funny, stupid stuff that shouldn't happen but does. <laughs> and it, it, I'm right in seeing the same dev team who made the online for the second one is making the third one? Just yeah, yeah, through. yeah. It's, it's in beta now. I think you can download it. That'll be fun when uh, that comes out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you haven't played Just Cause 3, just the base game, it's, it's unbelievable. I really, really, really enjoyed it. The story is fantastic. Good. And Ark as well. Why did we Why did we choose to go on Ark? I mean, there was one reason why I chose Ark. And it was the fact that you could ride dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. It's pretty cool. But... I don't know, it was, the game was just, like you said, I don't know if it was the server that we joined, or it was the game itself, but it was, it was quite buggy, so you would run forward and then you would jump back, and that would happen all the time. Yeah, really rubber bandy. Yeah. You just kept jumping back every few steps forward. Yeah. It, it, it was the biggest population they've ever had playing the game at the same time though, with it being on the big Steam sale. That's a good point. Really? So I don't understand why a bit. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's really good bit... for the game. Though. Yeah. It felt a bit like it was just badly optimised 
in other ways as well. Right. Really, really grainy and low FPS. You can understand for an alpha because it's still under development, so optimization isn't going to be first thing on their list. It'll probably at least be more like additions rather than optimizing the things that they've currently got in. Game, yeah, that's true. A game like Ark, I, I don't know how they can warrant £30 on uh, a, a PlayStation. Because you can actually buy it on the PlayStation as £30. Really? Yeah. I, that's horrendous. I, I really don't know how they can warrant that. Well, it must be on the PlayStation Store, right? Because they can't buy it on disc. Uh, I can't tell you definitely, but well, it I is mean, on the store. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense for them to like, like distribute burn an alpha game on <laughs> under a disc, and you, you know what I mean. If it was a digital download, then that's fair enough because it just updates like we do with Steam. Yeah, but I mean, it's good that you can sort of get alpha games on consoles now, but yeah. at the same time, like consoles don't really have the power that a PC does, and it'll need that optimization that we we're just talking about it actually needs that or it will break and it's totally unplayable whereas for pc it just looks bad it acts bad it's, it's still playable but it's not enjoyable so that's just a collection of some of the open world games that we've been looking at playing well i did enjoy Arc, yeah though. yeah Gianna didn't did you i enjoyed the start but i think my experience is a bit different to yours it was you couldn't find us and you 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 lost us for a part and you were just running around the map doing nothing when we were building a base and we had a few things going when i got picked up by that pterodactyl when you got picked up by a pterodactyl and dumped into the ocean that was hilarious it was just <laughs> another friend was like someone's been picked up by a pterodactyl and I was going up and the floor was just getting increasingly small and I was like, oh no, <laughs> it's, it's me, it's me. <laughs> I'm going up. <laughs> so then my next thought was, I hope he flies over the water, because I don't want to die. I don't want to respawn and have an experience like Jonah had <laughs> and struggle to find us. So when I was falling through the air, all I was doing was aiming for that water and thank God I did. I'm good I landed in it. When I was stranded alone after I died a few times, I kind of just figured out some of the mechanics to the game while I was dying slowly of hunger. Right. <laughs> so I was just going through the menus, looking at different things and punching trees, getting wood, making crafting and things like that, just just to try and familiarise myself with the game so that when I did have like a proper a new life yeah I could properly sort of build myself up that's smart I was just waiting until I found you guys essentially kept dying until I was placed in the right place to meet up with you because <laughs> <laughs> finding, finding each other in, in an open world map and you've got no idea where anything looks like yeah. where to go and what to do you're totally stumped, so. But it's it's a game that uh, we could go back to in the future. Definitely, definitely, really. 
But we've we've just uh we've bought miscreated, haven't we? Because we want to try that out. We have all just yeah, we have all just bought it. Um, me and John haven't played it yet. No. I've had about an hour on it, just running about, just like you did when you said you were dying and you were learning mechanics. I've just been running about on different servers. Did you like it? It seems alright. It has the same sort of feel of uh, DZ from my really first uh, impressions with it. But when you get into the crafting and that, it, I haven't had a full experience of the crafting and uh, playing with a group of people. So. Because from like the trailers and other like playthroughs that I've seen of it, it it looks really cool. The the building and stuff. It does, yeah. Yeah. And the um, the parts when like you have to find like parts to build a car, so you find like a a skeleton for a car, and then you have to put like ties and that on. It seems really easy to find them, which for me is a good thing because I don't want to be grinding to find like a car. I was just about to say when you were explaining it there that that sounds like a lot of effort but if it's easy to find them then that's fine just because if if you've spent a couple of hours collecting parts to make a car to get across the other side of the map and then someone kills you before you've even finished building your car then you know that would just be ridiculous that's a nightmare scenario lost... it is yeah. it is and it happens so much and open world games everyone's just totally relentless against each other there's there's no sort of companionship <laughs> there's nobody nobody in a game is friendly and if they act unfriendly don't trust them ah humans I know absolutely disgusting what they're like <laughs> you can't trust them even your mates I, I even wouldn't trust you guys I've died by your hands more than I've died by anyone else's. Yeah, I like toying with me food. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if it's a post-apocalyptic world, you can't I mean, even say it. Post-apocalyptic. There we go. Way, right? <laughs> well, way. I just got done. <laughs> I was going to say like any meat will be my meat, so like. Yeah, but I'll didn't you I'll tell take a, me? I'll take a thigh, like. Didn't you tell me eating human meat is bad for you? It's poisonous the other night. I'm not talking in real life. I'm talking in a game. You, All right. You sick fuck. Well, you're the one that was talking about a post-apocalyptic world. <laughs> Any meat is good meat. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about a game. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go real life for a second there. Real life for a second there. I'm not going to be like a Danny McBride out of like, this is the end. Oh, but that's brilliant. He eats his nose, man. <laughs> then any meat is not my meat. I'm not eating someone's nose. I don't know, like, I reckon on the verge of hunger, like, you you are starving to death. And it's a post-apocalyptic world. Everyone around you is a zombie, so they're all doing it. You know, it's like a psychological thing. Maybe. You want I wouldn't start a nose. <laughs> Alright, you've got a fair point there. Maybe like a thigh? You know? I don't really want to get into a conversation about eating a man or a woman. No, that's like last resort, I like. 
I mean, it's not even last resort, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's a resort, but probably not even the last one. Oh, I reckon... Nice. I reckon that I wouldn't be on the verge of dying before I'd do it. <laughs> before you eat a human. <laughs> I reckon I, I would... I would I'd be hungry for about five to five days to a week before I'd do it. I mean, like, how long can you survive without food? It's like two to four weeks or something, isn't it? It would take you five, five to ten days. Probably before I'd go cannibal. Right. I don't know. I mean... <laughs> in a post-apocalyptic world we're talking, I'm not talking in real life, because I know in real life that I could just go down Asda. Let's, let's be honest. I'm not that cheap. I'm not going to resort to eating a hobo or something. <laughs> right. Should we, should we move off this topic now? Should we, pick, should we pick another game? Right, another one that we've played. There's Grand Theft Auto 5. There's always Grand Theft Auto 5. Right, do you want to talk about we've that for some, a bit? We've had some good times on that. Yeah. We've had many good times on that. We've got a... We've got a pretty interesting story involving GTA 5. Who wants to tell it? Well, I mean, Jonna was the one who introduced us to him. Fire away, Jonna. Yeah. So, we decided we might as well just go on BMXs on GTA, go to the skate park and mess around a bit. And then this guy shows up with a, with a minigun, he's some high-level guy. And he's just watching us for a bit at first, and then he starts gunning us down off our bikes over and over again. Loading up our bikes and everything. We're like, who's this guy? He's called Excorba, all in capitals. <laughs> Jack wasn't happy with him at all, but... I was so pissed. I was really annoyed. I mean, we were, we were on bicycles, we didn't have any guns out, we weren't wanting to fight. We were yeah. just driving to a bike yeah. park. The problem with bikes as well, once they blow up, or like once they get, you can't use them anymore. You have to buy a new one. You couldn't just replace yep. them. They were only just five hundred dollars. They were, but it was the sake of waiting for them to be delivered. That's true. It was just a pain. So we had all that going on. Oh yeah, you can't get your mechanic to call them to you, can you? You'd have to drive all the way back to your garage. Yeah, yeah. It was more of that than the actual. Yeah. Just. Yeah. It's not like we'd even done anything to him as well, it's just some random guy on the server. Yeah, there was like four of us all on our BMXs just playing in the air, skate park. He comes tormenting us. I think it was Connor who had the first interaction with him. He it started was, going yeah. in the chat. Yeah. Uh, started saying he didn't have any friends because he was blowing us up and that. And then, then you looked and he actually didn't have any friends. Yeah, and then he had no friends, which was like... At the time, it was hilarious. <laughs> so, from there, because even I don't really know about this. Yeah. We got, we got blown up repeatedly by this guy. Yep. We were getting really annoyed at them. Yep. Then... He added us as a friend on that same night as well. Right, so he added you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, now I understand. Yeah. I thought you guys just made friends with him. No, without no. me even knowing and then like 
Like, he just started appearing in all of our games all the time from then on. And I was getting so annoyed. <laughs> he just became, like, a joke. Like, yeah. he would just pay- appear in our lobbies and, like, be sitting in our car when we, like, turned around. He would just be there. He would follow us everywhere. He would. We would have private games where we would play a certain game modes. And he would join them. Do you remember that time we were playing that game mode? Yeah, Sumo. And I remember, he joined yeah. That. But he joined on your team. He did join on my team. And we were all on individual teams, so there was only one versus one versus one, and then versus two. <laughs> and we were all in little crappy smart cars, and then he came in like a, like a Subaru. <laughs> A fully armoured Subaru. Probably <laughs> beefcake. It was massive. <laughs> Brawled us off the top of the containers. <laughs> so while this was all happening, we sort of just forgot about X Corpa after everything, and then um, fast forward something like two weeks or something like that. It was uh, two two months. Sorry, not two weeks. It was yeah. something like two months had gone by and then what was it was it like there was a chat going and he was in the chat and like someone was saying like someone's dropping money yeah what happened was this guy that was stalking us all the time had then became like a hacker or GDA so he had this guy that just wouldn't leave us alone who then started dishing out loads of money by the end of it, Jack, how much did he come away with? How much did X Corpa give you? When I check my account from how much money I've picked up over the lifetime of GDA, I had 37 million picked up off the ground. But bearing in mind that not all of that will have been money that was picked up by him, but let's say it was definitely less than 1 million. <laughs> so. That's insane. So he's, He's give us around thirty-six and a half billion. Wow. And just to put that into perspective, you can buy in-game currency on Grand Theft Auto, and one point two million in-game is about twelve pound in real money. Yep. Put that into perspective. <laughs> so with all this money, I I got loads of cars. I got loads of upgrades, I got loads of, um, these, these, I, I don't really know how to explain them if you don't really know, but like the, you know, the, uh, what's it called, the CEO stuff, and the biker gang. It like, was sort of create, like, yeah, DLC, wasn't it? Yeah, you can create some sort of in-game group, but it costs in-game money to create and then you can start new jobs and new missions and get new weapons and vehicles from it yeah so we did all them it was really good eventually he got banned because he was a hacker he did yeah he introduced us to loads of other hackers though didn't he In loads he absolutely a, loads do you remember that yacht party he had Oh, uh, it was brilliant! And then the stripper walks in. There was like, there was about 15 people there. Like, four of them were hackers. It was insane. There was people stuck on the outside as well, 
We couldn't even get into the proper part of the yard. <laughs> yeah, because we were ex-corpers mates, so he only let us in. Yeah. <laughs> it was like I yacht. couldn't understand it. It's crazy. You like walked out with the party as well. You went on like the yacht, and there was like yachts flying around in the sky and that. <laughs> it was insane. Oh That's yeah. Crazy. Because because we were mates with him, we were joining in the hacker servers. So there was loads of other hackers in the server, and just shit was going crazy, man, in the in, in the games. But he was he was actually a good hacker, ex corper. Like we'd learned to eventually love him. But like he was a good guy. I mean, like, we hated him at first. Me and kind of loved him from the start. From the start, I hated him. I hated him so much for a while. Because he kept joining our games and ruining stuff. And then he dropped money for you and you became his best friend, like you were messaging him and everything. Yes, I did. <laughs> but it, it, he stopped being a dick at this point. Like, he was just a really nice guy. And he was a nice guy to everyone as well. Like, everyone in the servers, he, he would be dishing out money for them. He'd be providing help in missions for them. He was generally a nice guy when he became hacker. With great power. Great responsibility. It's a quote from someone. <laughs> yes, it's something. I, I, don't, I don't know. It was Spider Man, if anyone didn't know. I think people knew, Connor. I know what you know. Some people might not know. Well, if they don't know, stop listening to me, because. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, keep listening. Put that bit out. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I, I, I don't think we can really go back to GDA for a while since we don't have the way of getting all that money until, you know, there's been a few nice updates and there's a few more things to do. Yeah. It was it was John who was saying every time he was dropping money that this is going to ruin the game for us. <laughs> I didn't think it would, and to be honest, I still don't think it has. I just think now if I want something, it's a massive grind, but eventually I'd get it. Yeah. But but to be honest with you, like the, the grind isn't even that bad because the jobs that we did in-game, we really enjoyed doing, even, if, even though we were just doing them for the money. Yeah, totally. So when there was like double money and double RP events on and we were doing those game modes oh, like the brilliant, Tron man. Bikes one that the was Tron great insane game mode came out it was unbelievable it did. It, could, it, really did. it could easily just be the standalone game and people would probably <laughs> pay for it yeah I agree totally yeah there was also that game mode where we were on there was two teams one had to defend a guy to a helicopter, and then the other one had to try and kill them. Yeah, essentially it was like an escort mission. Yeah, that was so, it. Yeah, that was. I really can't remember what it was called. Entourage. Entourage. Yeah, yeah, Entourage. That was That's a crazy. Cool, yeah. That was our first double XP game mode that we played, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And we got loads and loads and loads of money off that. Like you were getting a hundred thousand every game. That was unreal. It was. It was out of nowhere as well. I wasn't expecting that much every every game. It was crazy. It's more than a heist. It was, yeah. You're right. Less time as well. A lot less. Didn't have to do all them setups. 
Yeah, and tedious setups. Tedious. Alright, uh, we've had a good discussion about games right there. Some games that we've played. We're more than likely going to be talking about games later on in another podcast. For sure. Because that's pretty much what we do on a day to day basis. Yeah. So, let's talk about something obscure. Some music that we like to listen to. Ah, oh, we've got plenty of that. There's a guy on YouTube who is not well known. Like, outside this room, I don't know anyone who knows him. None at all, and he deserves far more fame than what he's... I totally agree. He he is a content creator on YouTube called Mark Rebellier. And he... It appears that he... Do you think that it's, like, scripted, or do you think that he's made it up on the spot? Well, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think there's aspects of improvisation in it, but I think some sort of things might require some planning. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, Mark Rebellier, for anyone that doesn't know, which we have got on to, that most people don't really know who he is, he makes music in a really obscure way. <laughs> he uses like a loop system. So he he does his own music. He uses his own uh, voice to do effects. He use predominantly uses a keyboard for his instrumental side. And a lot of them are just batshit crazy. Absolutely. He's got some crazy. sort of some sort of like synthesizer or, or some sort of um, sound changing laptop with software on, so he yeah. can he can make loads of different sound effects from coming from his keyboard, like drums and etc. You know, it's not just like the keyboard sounds, but he, he he does different angles and different sort of themes to his videos and the titles. I mean, the titles as a subject in itself, he completely names the titles nothing to do with the videos like I mean should we hit them up with a few well let's talk about his most recent one which was unfortunately it, three months ago which we're having a little it, existential crisis us three it's been a long time since his last upload and he is absolutely amazing and I can't wait for his next one but three months three months is a hell of a gap and on, all, on all of these other videos they seem to be uploaded a lot more frequently than that. Yeah. But backtracking to the title of his latest his latest video, the title is It's Queefing Trendy. That's what it's called. That is it. And I, I want you guys to check it out because it's absolutely amazing. Like, that guy is a genius. You put him in front of a piano, he will make magic. That's coming at true. your earlobes. Do you want to see your favourite? Do um, you have a favourite? I've got a personal favourite because of the comedy of it. It's called Pepsi Targets Fetuses in New Ultrasound Ad Campaign. It's got nothing to do with Pepsi. <laughs> or fetuses, or ultrasound, or ad campaigns. <laughs> That is that is a good one, yeah. 
it's fantastic. But I mean, you have your personal favorite as well, don't you? Uh, I do. Yes, I have one that's called Holistic Nutritionist Dead After Long Day at Hot Yoga, which is I can't recommend it enough. It's it's four minutes long and it's a short story made just in his room into music. It's it's brilliant. It's a sort of music that you have to listen to from start to finish. You can't skip, or else you miss yeah. you miss key parts of the video. Yeah, you do. It, it you kind of have to watch the setup of of what he makes. Like it, it's so good even watching the setup because you see how how all the little bits that he's making come together towards the middle and the end of the of the video. Yeah, it's really interesting to just watch him how and see how he does it. But yeah. he is an absolute musical genius, and he really needs a lot more subscribers and a lot more views than what he's currently got. Because he's, I mean, he's already getting like a thousand to oh, two thousand yeah. on average. Yeah. Do you have a personal favorite genre? Mine would be the same one as yours, the holistic nutritionist one. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's just. The beginning, the way we set up the atmosphere of the song, if you can call it a song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's more of a talk. It's more of a. It's drama. Yeah. It's intense. It's intense. It's really intense. It is. It's well done. It really is. And he, he's like, I mean, he's not just a m- musician in it. He's, he's like an actor. He is. Yeah. There was a he, update he's really that he committed. had. He is. Totally, yeah. He did an update, not like four months ago, and I remember watching. It was the first video I think I showed you guys. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the first one you showed me. Yeah, I remember watching it, being like, because he, he goes into this update saying, "Ah, oh, I don't know if I can keep doing this channel. It's just I'm not really there. I don't, I don't really, I don't really have the time to do it." And then he just cuts into this like ad lib. What lyrics, whatever it is, I don't like noise in the middle. It's 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 unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's just a joke, by the way. He didn't. He wasn't actually being serious. Yeah. Which made it so much better. Yeah, he's. he's, I mean, I'd I'd call him on scale as a comedian. You know, he's he's really funny guy. He's got some insane content. But really. we, we can't really get across because he's, he's so abstract, he's so different that you really need to check him out for yourself. Yeah. And watch them all, watch them all because you'll have your own favourites. It's true. So again, that's that's Mark Reblier on YouTube. It's M-E-R-C-R-E-B-I-L-L-E-T. That's how you spell it. I think it's... the channel's actually called Ideologue. Right. I think. I think but, if you search his name, it'll come up. If I'm all right. Yeah. Okay. I think the actual URL is just his name. All right. Because we're on the same lines of YouTube and content music creators on there. There's another guy that we've been with from the very beginning. Very beginning. And that's, if you don't know, he's called John Sedano, and he covers songs. Very differently very differently 
He covers all sorts from Coldplay, Oasis, Johnny Cash, Evanescence, Evanescence, Bastille, Adele, Tenacious oh. Day. Tenacious Day, yes. But what he does do is he changes the lyrics. So he keeps the melody and everything the same, but he he changes the lyrics to All Star by Mouth. Smash Mouth. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's either you get it or you don't. It's either funny or it's not. But I for get us, it. it's it's funny. It is. I mean, he he really does know how to fit the lyrics to the song. Like it, 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 it really goes. Like you'd think, really, like Smash Mouth with Evanescence. It's it's just ridiculous. But he he finds a way, and he does it. He does, and, and his channel blew up in in the space of a month. No, it was in the space of a week. A week. It was in the space of a week. I remember that week like it was yesterday. It was unbelievable. I think I found him on Reddit and he had almost no subscribers. And within a week he had over a hundred and he had like How many have you got now? He has now. He has four hundred and eighty thousand subscribers now. And how long ago was it from his first upload? His first upload was three months ago. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, that's quite some success in three months. Collectively, all his videos have 26 million views. Wow. Three months worth of work. That's crazy. And, and... Alright, just to address a point. He doesn't exactly look like the kind of person that you would think would just blow up, if you know what I mean become famous because he, he just looks like you know you sort of average your average fat guy yeah but there's the, no dancing around it no there isn't he, you check him out he, he's pretty fat yeah. but he's a genius I respect him yeah I wasn't I wasn't griefing it no the good thing about his videos as well is he found a format from the very beginning he found a format of him looking on his computer screen with his camera looking up at him and he stuck with it throughout his videos. Yeah, it, it, it's like the profile shot for him, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's his signature yeah. angle. One of the really good things about this guy is you can see how he's progressed musically throughout his uh, videos. So at the beginning it's just him singing over a track and then if you look at now he's... he's He's genuinely playing the guitar. He's playing each song on a guitar. He's even collabed yeah. with people as well. On his he has, channel. yeah. It's brilliant. It's, it, it is good to see. He's coming on like he's he's changing. He's getting better. He's doing different things. And it, I mean, he still he still does the the typical Smash Mouth covers, but he has also done regular covers just of songs. Like you were saying now. earlier, um, Tenacious yeah. D. He, he covered um, Tribute, I think it was. It was, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. You're right. he, he actually, it was amazing. Like, he was actually generally talented. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. Like, he knows how to play the guitar and he can sing. Well, I mean, like, you wouldn't think he can sing when he does these Smash Mouth covers. In that Tribute video, he's, he's, he's decent. He does have he's some chops, though. I guess it's the difference from... He's actually going for it, and then in the beginning he was just singing along, just fitting Smash Mouth to whatever songs he found. <laughs> Hello by Adele. But he, he found... 
taking really popular songs and just doing a cover of a really popular songs will get you viewers in itself. Yeah, I imagine. I'm not. I'm not an expert or nothing, but I think if you put a title of a song that is popular at the time into your title, you'll get a few clicks without a doubt. Definitely. He seems like a great guy as well. Like a like a nice person. Yeah, that's that's John Sedano. Check him out. If you don't already know who he is, you might have come across him. But we've got one last musical talent that would like the cover. Now, now Connor came to me with this one while we were at university and he said he was up until about half two in the morning just browsing the web as he does and he came in and said you'll never guess what I was listening to on the night and he just he put it on and made me listen to it and at first you know when he told me I was thinking well you're going a bit nuts I don't want to be listening to that but it was lyrical genius it's absolutely insane. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. He was showing everyone. I did. I showed everyone. Some people didn't oh. get it. <laughs> this this was some Mongolian folk rock music. It's a, from it, a band called Hangai. It's a perfect blend of Mongolian folk music and punk rock. It's insane. How do you spell Hangai? Is it H A N G G A I? That's correct. Yeah. 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 These guys, the crazy. There's a bunch of them. I'm not really even sure how many's in the band itself, but there's three that is well known. If you know who Hangai are, there's three guys. If you saw them, you'd be like, they're in Hangai, and they all have different sounds, which is it's insane. And I found them on a. It was, I think it was a Chinese talent show, and I'm not sure if they were, contestants. Or they were performing, but they just blew us away. It was, it was just the sound was was insane. The, their instruments that they play and their their throat singing, their throat singing is unbelievable. Like I never thought in a million years I would ever listen to Mongolian music, but man, you don't even you don't need to know what they're saying to know that it, it's beautiful. It's amazing. I really, really, really enjoyed that. It's something that. If, if you take away anything from this podcast, you need to take away listening to Hangai because they're just absolutely fantastic. I've never heard sound like it. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And I remember saying to you, imagine if this was like popular music in the UK. You could never imagine it, but it, it would be unbelievable. It would be amazing. Imagine like this just, alongside like, Adele and Imagine it, like the people who would get featured on there like songs and that. <laughs> Hangai and Ed Sheeran do a collab song. You know what? That would work. It would? It would work. I wanna say that. I do wanna say that. So so there's there's two songs in particular that we like, which is I don't even know how to pronounce them, but I'm gonna assume it's Jigga Jigga. Right. Say I would have assumed it was Jaga Jaga, because it's spelled like Tiger Tiger with an X. Ah, right, maybe, but I mean, just by the way that they say it in the song. That's fair enough. Yeah. I'm not a Chinese expert though, so I don't know. No, no. Or if they're speaking Mongolian, if Mongolian speak different from Chinese, Mandarin, correctly. So that is one song. What was the other one you were gonna say? Flowers. 
I know how to say that one. Flowers is brilliant. Unbelievable. I'm so those those are the two songs you definitely need to check out. I'm gonna throw another one in the mix. So Which one? Be a fan. Oh, be a fan. I can't. I, yeah, you mentioned that one last night, actually. Be a, be <laughs> we were talking about favorite. it last night. I know. Last night <laughs> on our mind. Yeah. Be a fan's my favorite. It's your favorite. I would say Jiga Jiga's my favorite. Oh, Jiga Jiga. <laughs> but they are on Spotify. So if they you are. if you want to listen to them, hoi them on. Give them a listen. If you like them. And if you're thinking right now, I'm not going to be listening to any Mongo. Please, don't don't have that sort of mindset. Don't have that view. Just just give it a go. Please, you you won't regret it. It's a bit. It's generally amazing. It blew it blew me away. So them are the three artists that we have chosen to talk about in this podcast. If you do listen to any of them, don't hesitate to get in touch with us through our social medias. It'd be insane to hear anyone who's listened to them. Please let us know if you have, because like. I would I would love to have conversations about this or or even to see your opinions and then maybe we can mention them in a future podcast you know all of the, we, we had a few feedback from t- different people saying that they liked Hangai or they hated them or yeah. I have to say it would be amazing just to have some sort of feedback coming in for the things that we say so yeah definitely give that a shot there might be even obscure bands that you have heard of that we may not love Fire them all here, yeah. Oh, that's what we love. We thrive on the weird stuff. You've heard our music if you've listened to these. It's not, it's not pop culture. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but anyway, swiftly moving on to our our last topic, which is uh, just actually an idea for future podcasts. Probably it will be the next one. We have an idea to sort of make some sort of game show, in a way. It's going to be something big that we're going to be trying. The game show sort of that we have in mind is sort of the QI type show. So where a presenter will ask a question to one of us. The format that we're going for is like, we'll buzz in with the answer. Yeah, so so a bit more in depth, we'd like to have one of the three of us be a host, and then the other two are sort of going to be the ones who are competing with each other to answer the most questions correctly so it will be sort of similarly like QI like you said Connor yeah um, and we're going to be using the buzzers as actual audio voice clips of things that we've said totally candid so it's stuff that we've said that at the time would have context take it out of that conversation it has no context. And it'll just sound hilarious. And we're always, 100% of the time, vulnerable in any conversation that we have. So, for example, if we were having a discussion in Discord, we have software on our computers where we can quickly just record anything that's been said in the last five minutes. So <laughs> we're always on the lookout to try and capture a little five-second clip of whatever anyone says. And we're going to make that into a buzzer. So it can totally humiliate each other. So we're not going to tell what each other are until we reveal the buzzers in the actual podcast. So that should be good. That That's an idea in itself that if it doesn't work as well as what we hope it to work, it probably won't be seen in the final product. We will try our our best to make it as funny as we can. Yeah. And for it yeah. to work in the scenario that we have it. 
the kind of questions that we're going to ask each other we, we don't have any sort of fixed ideas but we're thinking more along the lines of rounds that you mentioned earlier Connor yeah so if we had three rounds and each round was like a different topic so we might have the first round is on movies so we'll, we we get asked questions by whoever the host is and then the other two would have to buzz in first and answer the question correctly maybe we'll have a bit discussion about it like like you know in QI how they would discuss a particular topic that they're talking about you know if you get like a, an answer wrong or if you need more of a way of working the answer out you know we're, we're gonna try and make these as interesting as we can maybe factual maybe just funny just yeah we'll, we'll find a few angles on it but the likelihood is there may not be an episode out next week because we want to get the first episode of this idea the best we possibly can. So there's going to be a lot of planning and preparation needed to get into a good run at it. Yeah. We want to make it so that the first go that we have at it isn't just a little experimental tryout to see whether it's good or not. We want to make sure that it is good so that when we upload it, it's enjoyable. It's enjoyable to listen. It's enjoyable for us to listen back to. So, you know, if it goes all well and we, we like doing it, we, we want to do that more. It's it's definitely an idea we want to take forward. I mean, we're all competitive with each other. Yeah. And what we'd actually like to do right now is decide who's going to be the host for next session. For the next podcast, we'll want to know who's going to be the host for that game show. Yeah, so what we're going to be doing now is uh, we're just going to load up a randomizer. Yeah, yeah, get that one up on Google. Just type in random number generator or something. Set the maximum to three. Yeah, yeah. Right, do you just want to high numbers at us? I'll take number three. Okay. I'll Go. take number two. Okay, generating now. It is three. Oh, and the host. Good luck, Jack. <laughs> right. Okay. So I'll co- I'll come up with some topics. So the the way that I kind of want to do this, I don't know if that changes by horse to horse. I don't know if we've got that idea down or not. But I wouldn't want to reveal to you guys what the topics are until the actual podcast happens. Right. Okay. That that's fine by me. So you you guys won't know the, what the questions are or the topics to those questions until we're actually recording. It it kind of makes sense because if we have an yeah, idea, yeah, yeah. yeah well, obviously you'll get planning and you'll be prepared. Like if I say, okay, next podcast we're going to be talking about movies, so you'll be, you know, brushing up on your knowledge before we do it. Yeah, John. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah, Jonna, you're cheating. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll just um, I'll I'll keep it I'll keep it on the lowdown, and then uh, next podcast we'll we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'll try and come up with something interesting and a few different topics that we all kind of know about. Maybe we don't all know for certain, but you know, I'll I'll see what I can do, and then at least we can learn from whatever I've done for the next person. Yeah, so that's uh, something for you all to listen, listen, watch out for in the next couple of weeks. I'm looking forward to it certainly. I think it sounds like a brilliant idea. It'd be great fun. 
So that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. This has been Podcast Lizard. Just a reminder, the next one might be a little bit later than normal. So we transition to the other style of podcast. Thanks for listening. Stay tight. <laughs>